0: Welcome, everybody, to the Lead Volunteers Podcast. My name is Josh Denhart. Super grateful that you've joined us today. I am excited because I am out on the road doing the amazing chemistry show. And this is a special chemistry show because I'm doing this particular event with someone that I have done ministry coaching with for a couple of years now. So. I'm here, I'm joined today with uh, Deanna Peacock. Deanna, introduce yourself real quick.
1: Hi, I'm so glad to be here, but yes, um, I have been a children's minister for uh, nine years, mm-hmm. and uh, I live in Georgia, just south of Atlanta, and um, it's kind of a medium-sized church. Uh, we've gone through a lot of different phases at our church. I've grown in my role at the church from just preschool, part-time to full-time, Yes. birth through fifth grade. Um, and Josh coaching with Josh has been a very big part of allowing me to grow into that leadership position.
0: And so that's kind of the topic of today is why should someone do ministry coaching or have a ministry coach? Um, Now I have to back up a little bit before we get into the idea of, you know, what coaching looks like, what it's looked like for you, how it's helped you to grow and all of that stuff. You're an interesting person because you literally felt called to be a children's ministry person long time ago. Like when you were a kid.
1: Yes. I was, um, probably eight or nine years old and I led backyard Bible clubs in the neighborhood with my friend. Um, we, uh, do you like, have
0: pictures? That would be so awesome. Um,
1: you know, I, I I have a picture. I was also homeschooled. And um, I have a picture of me, like, leading my siblings doing something that comes to my mind. But I don't know if there's any of the Backyard Bible Club. But I remember um, distinctly, it's interesting because the friend... Um, we mm-hmm. grew up about an hour from here, but she's actually in the same town now, and she's married to a pastor. So Boy it's, word. like, so cool that um, we're both in the same area or whatnot. But I remember back then, the pastor's wife at our small little church, Yes. Um, she shared with me her, like, curriculum that she had done. I just, I remember these really cool fruits of the Spirit. Um, yeah visuals. And I was nine years old and she let me borrow them and teach the neighborhood kids. And I just think, wow, people were pouring into me specifically for this calling before we even really knew what it was going to be. But yeah, so.
0: But how cool is that?
1: It is.
0: And so not many people feel a calling in children's ministry when they themselves are like eight or nine years old. Exactly. Very cool. And so your journey progressed and you were mm-hmm. founder, You actually went to Bible college to fulfill on this calling. Yes. So you were formally trained, You, mm-hmm. which I was not, mm-hmm. right? So you're actually kind of a rare, in children's ministry, not that many people. I mean, often it's people who are absorbed from the inside of the yeah. church. They're like, I always call it the last person standing, mm-hmm. right?
1: And you know, it's interesting because I have a group of friends from Bible college who we all graduated together. Mm-hmm. And... I'm the only one doing what I went to college to do. And I think that's very common in the world today is you don't go to school and then actually get a job or 20 years down, uh, almost 20 years down the road uh, be in that calling or in that degree program.
0: Okay. So what's so interesting is that you felt the call at nine, Mm -hmm. eight or nine. You, you went to college to fulfill on this. Mm You got formally trained, found yourself in serving in a church context, mm-hmm. growing in that church context. I always say those who are faithful in little will be faithful in much. Mm-hmm. You were being given more opportunity. And then, and I don't exactly remember how we met. I think it was at the Children's Pastors Conference, maybe? Yes,
1: it was. I had, I am trying to, I like saw your stuff mm-hmm. and we didn't formally meet until like right I think it was like three or four years ago, I sent you an email before CPC Mm -hmm. saying, hey, we want you to come do this show. And then we connected for the first time at At CPC. CPC. Very good.
0: And so came to your church, did Mm -hmm. a huge event, the family experience, bunch of hands on science things, three hour event. And it was, it was, it really went well. Now, complete caveat this isn't the purpose of the podcast isn't today at least isn't to talk about the Amazing Chemistry Show but you said something that totally inspired me when it came to one portion of the show very important portion actually Mm -hmm. Um, and we actually did that today we did and it was for the senior saints of your church Mm -hmm. and you can you characterize and tell everybody the four-year-old all the way through
1: so Josh has this um amazing part of the Amazing Chemistry Show. I really, I need to find another adjective for that. But uh, yeah, so. Um,
0: but it is a unique way to share the gospel. It is.
1: Sure. It's a way to share the gospel that, um, and call me jaded, but I don't typically get chills after, um, when I hear the gospel presented. Yeah, I, I can't remember outside of this context where I was, but I remember sitting there that day and I was just like moved mm-hmm. and even it's a lot of it happened today. And there's something about a portion where he's talking about it's not just man and woman, but it's every boy, child, every color, race. Anyway, I won't I yeah. don't can't do it justice. But anyway, so it just it's, it's moved really just, me
0: it's 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 showing the true far reaching consequences of sin.
1: Yes. And the redemption that and happens. And the redemption that
0: Jesus brings.
1: Yes. Yes. So I, that was very my visual, experience. Right. Very yes. visual. And yes. And very, so
0: you got the goosebumps, you got emotional, yeah. you got kind of the moment for mm-hmm. you. And you said to me, you know, I've heard the gospel message and it's still beautiful every time, but it doesn't move you the way, and right? this happened to do that. And the, so that and, was cool. Yeah,
1: With chills, everything. But then also I'm like... And I'm thirty at that point, in my mid to late thirties. Well, then there's a four year old who'd never been to our church before, but had been to church. Mm-hmm. And he went home. Dad had couldn't come to the um, show, and he went home and he told his dad the whole story. The, full of the gospel. gospel. He was able to share it with him, and um, that mom was super impressed. Um, and so I've just—it's not often that you can move an adult to in such a way mm-hmm. in your the presentation of the gospel and still have a four-year-old right
0: so like that's the best for me that's Mm -hmm. so 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 encouraging Um, so here we are I'm at your church doing this big huge event and we get just just to talking about life and ministry and stuff and I don't exactly remember how it fully came up but you, I offered to do ministry coaching yeah. with you. Do you. I remember. remember. Story? Okay, oh, sorry. I remember because we
1: were sitting in the lobby, and I, it was after the show, and I was we were sitting on those benches out there, and um, I was just like, "Whoa, that was so amazing!" And um, we, I was just talking about like uh, there's these things in church, and I just keep running into like walls, I can't. Yeah. yeah, it's this glass ceiling or walls or whatever, and it's not that. I can't lead, but I didn't know where I needed to go. I wanted Mm -hmm. to go forward. I knew I could lead bigger and and bigger, bigger. And I just couldn't figure out where and how to get there. Like I I go to conferences, I take webinars, all this kind of stuff, but nothing was at that point was taking me to a new level of leadership. And Mm -hmm. I didn't know where to get it. And we talked about that and you were like, well, I do leadership coaching. And so that's yeah. what that started.
0: And the interesting thing is, is that yes, I did and do and did then leadership coaching, but you were one of the first people that I formally took on, mm-hmm. right? The majority of people, of course I did, you know, I had a staff at my church and all that stuff, but you Deanna were one of the first people who were actually like official that I oh. formally started doing. I mean, there's, there's a handful of people, mm-hmm. but like with great intentionality yeah, and 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 so what what were you were looking for something to help you move to the next level and kind of like guide you in a ministry direction so talk to us mm-hmm. about that
1: so i i did i went to bible college i had i worked actually in the business world for um about 10 years mm-hmm. and then i came on staff at the church and but i kept feeling like i was not leading others well, mm-hmm. I would mishandle things just from a lack of skills and tools and knowing mm-hmm. what to do and knowing how to approach things
0: from a leadership standpoint.
1: Yes, and it was just I did I couldn't now looking back I can see these things so clearly because you know we You've all grown. Grown. look and sure. see back and. Um, but that was, that's really the thing. I just felt like there was something missing that I could do better at to grow volunteers, grow the ministry here. Cause we were at a pivot. We were in a new building. We were in a new location. Mm-hmm. We were starting to grow. And I was like, I don't know how to do this
0: right. part. And, and, and that's, that's where I think a lot of people are. They love the Lord. They are in their role, but they're like, okay, how about this? over 70% of people surveyed in ministry said that they don't have anyone over them pouring into them and telling them like the nuances of how to lead in ministry. Right. So the majority of people, Mm -hmm. well over 70% reported what I have now termed as quote self-leadership. They were left to, to like blindly, you know, pat down the walls and see if they could find a door or a window. Would that was totally
1: have, me. Okay. Totally me. And you can only go so far. And
0: only I like self leadership. It's like right. hard. Yeah. I experienced that too.
1: So, um, yeah. So I, I was just searching and it was like, I just done right before that. I finally mm-hmm. felt like I got a little bit of leadership. I'd taken a course. Um, Vance Martin had mm-hmm. a good friend of mine. Yeah. And, um, it, I don't remember what the name of it maybe just intro to leadership. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: Bates is a great guy.
1: Yeah, and so it was like, oh, this is so good. And, and
0: that sparked the interest.
1: Yes. Okay. And it was like, oh, this is what I'm missing. Like, I couldn't even before say. Articulate it's, it, yeah. It's leadership skills. It mm-hmm. was just, I'm missing something. Mm-hmm. I'm hitting something I can't get through to know. And,
0: and what ends up happening, I think, is when 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 people find themselves, and they don't know what they don't know. That's really what mm-hmm. you're talking about. Mm-hmm. What ends up happening, though, is that they start having these stumbles or they start having, they're like, what in the world? They, they have what I call cleanup on aisle nine, right? Where you mm-hmm. make a silly mistake and it causes leadership or it causes like relationship fractures. Yes. Or, and you're just like, like, this is too hard. Why is this happening to mm-hmm. me? And it, it just makes things worse. It makes things hard.
1: Yes. And even like, oh, if... This hard thing um, that we are experiencing got could have been really dialed down into not such a hard thing if right. I had just known how to respond mm-hmm. initially.
0: Right. And so it comes down to learning some tactics, some practice, some skills. Right. Mm-hmm. And often we need somebody outside of us mm-hmm. to look in to listen to our mm-hmm. situation and go. Okay, well, here's some thoughts. So, when we kind of former, formally entered into the coaching thing, I mean, this was like maybe even early on before I created Lead Volunteers, or was it after? I have- Um, in the process of who cares, who knows?
1: It was as it was launching, I think, I think that's when it
0: was right. Because actually we were doing ministry coaching and you were one of the first people to sign up for lead volunteers. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we had actually been doing ministry Mm -hmm. coaching before that. And so essentially what is it? It is a time where like, okay, I consider if you go through the lead volunteers material, I follow the pattern that Jesus set forth. I have 12, I mm-hmm. have my three and I have my one. Jesus had the 12 disciples. He had Peter, James, and John, the three, and he had John, the, the one, the disciple yeah. um, upon whom Jesus loved. Interestingly enough, the people that I coach become my 12. Mm-hmm. They become, and I limit, I limit the number of people that I take on in a year because I'm not farming this out to anybody else. These are my people. And so you know my wife and i got to know you you mm-hmm. came came became a part of our little inner circle and coaching essentially was us scheduling time to be on calls and me listening to you and you i had i had some i don't want to say i didn't have like like a curriculum so to speak but i had some some kind of foundational things that i definitely wanted to cover yes
1: yes you did and
0: and, and so then coaching essentially is Some things that I want to lay, lay the groundwork for, and then me listening to you with this issue or that issue and just leading ahead, like looking far down the road and giving you tools and you're like, oh, so how has it, how has it helped you? Our time together, like we've been doing this for a couple, two almost th- three years, maybe.
1: Yes, um, I can't even remember how long now, but yeah, but it's good, it's, it's good, yes. And, um, it is kind of weird that you're sitting in the same room with me, right? I, you know, most relationships are built on, in face to face, and now it's like, oh, wait, you're here, it's always right. been on the computer, yes, um, or on the phone, or right. the phone, yeah. I, um, during COVID, it was a lot, um, it was, but it was, um, I think I was thinking back to it's tra- training me to, there's a lot of things and a lot of like I was, when you were just talking about you didn't have, you had this structure, but it was so often that what I was mm-hmm. facing, you would already planned to talk about a little right. bit with that. Or it's all these principles, basic leadership principles mm-hmm. that apply to ministry that if you don't have someone to walk you through it, you can't just learn it. Even if you had it in a, college course right it's as you're an ex you have to experience, experience it yeah so
0: yeah and that's been that's been fun right and it's been fun I remember several we don't need to go into them right now but there have been several right where the thing that I was planning to talk on and you just mentioned it was like this huge epiphany to you and mm-hmm. you were like oh my word this explains so much so those are fun times yeah. and I think that God does kind of dial and order those things up very 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 special. Um, I actually think that everyone, I've had a ministry coach in my mm-hmm. life, you know, I think everyone ought to have an opportunity to have someone who is just a touch more experienced, or maybe they have a gifting, mm-hmm. right? That I think everybody, in a sense, I don't like to use the word deserves. It's not one of my favorite words. Yeah. But I think that everybody could benefit. Mm -hmm. from having a ministry coach. And I think that people who don't have somebody walking alongside them, sharing leadership principles, as well as listening to the current drama and trauma of their ministry Mm -hmm. and giving feedback to that, right? I think everybody could benefit from that.
1: Yes, definitely. And I think right now I am really reaping the benefits Mm -hmm. of, and it's coming to fruition of how you learn these things and then they all start falling into place and just becoming a natural part That's of the goal. who you are. And um, I also did la- our leadership coaching led me into doing mm-hmm. the INCM coaching last year, which was with, and I re- specifically requested just a group of women because mm-hmm. I'd had you, I wanted just women. Yes, to I remember deal specifically
0: with. you saying, Would this be a good idea? And I was like, Oh my word, yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, and, yes, do that.
1: Um, because I just needed women to share ministry life with mm-hmm. and those unique um, circumstances mm-hmm. and situations we lead into. And um, I see now um, those tools and this, it's like I'm such a confident leader. Mm-hmm. I've learned all these tools with you through that and I can sit there and approach a situation and not feel hung out to dry.
0: That is like I could I could I I could push stop on the podcast right now. That is my life goal with it all. Yeah. I have three reasons why I want to engage with people like you or who whoever. Number one is to help them get organized. There are things that we've done that have caused you to shore up Mm -hmm. Some of your stuff from an organizational standpoint. But number two, one of my main goals is to help you lead with confidence Mm -hmm. that you know that you're not intimidated. You know the next few steps that you ought to take. And when something random comes at you, you have a brimming toolbox. Right. Right. And the third one, of course, is to prevent burnout. Because number one, if you're not organized and you're leading from a space of like insecurity burnout is almost inevitable. Exactly. So though that, that blesses my heart that you feel like you're more confident as a person and as a leader and we're going to push stop on this and we're going to start the podcast again cuz so we're going to make a little series of these of of uh, conversations with you. But like through this increased level of confidence, God has actually provided lots more opportunities for you. Mm-hmm. That's crazy, yeah. mm-hmm. and I, I don't know. You could tell me, but do you think that you could have done some of these bigger, big picture things? Oh no, that no. W- would would you have felt that you were incapable of doing those?
1: Um, yes, because I still at times feel incapable. Well, who doesn't, right? right? Welcome to my life. But I lived in that um, part mm-hmm. of my life of the, uh, you're incapable, Deanna. You can't. But, do XYZ,
0: but you can and you are, and part of that is just an outside voice fanning the flame of what's already been endowed in you and what's already there, just latent, latent, waiting, right to grow. Well,
1: and it's one of those things where God's always been faithful. Amen. And so I know He's going to be faithful in the next thing, and so. I need the history in my own life of like, if I st- take a step out in a way that he's gonna, he's calling me mm-hmm. and it doesn't completely fail, then the next time I'm going to be a little bit more confident yes. in taking that step out. And so each thing keeps getting bigger and bigger. And I actually have kind of said, God, I think you need to just slow it down right. recently because I'm like, this is a lot.
0: Well. That's exciting, though. Mm-hmm. Okay. It is, and so so there's two things, and I'll cl- I think we can close with this. The interesting thing is that at any given moment in your life, you only have your previous experiences mm-hmm. to base what may happen in the future mm-hmm. upon. Right. So draw a line right now. Everything that's happened up to this point is gonna, is a predictor in a sense of the future. Now, there's two ways that a believer can gain and grow in confidence in who the Lord is. Number one is to read the scriptures because that is Mm -hmm. a historical record of God faithfully coming through. And I'll never forget, like it's random, but there's been a couple of old Testament stories where I'm like, I mean, I became a Christian at 21. So I didn't know Mm -hmm. all of the really nitty gritty Bible stories. And there was one where I was like reading along first time my eyes had ever seen these pages. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, what in the world is going to happen here? Because I literally felt emotionally connected to the text and felt like, they like, how's God going to come through on this one? Right. Right. And then I saw that you know He had th- the three armies that were going to come attack Israel all fight each other. Well, I didn't. I didn't have that up my sleeve. I didn't. I didn't predict that that would mm-hmm. happen. Whatever. My point is, is that I can look back at scriptural history and see how God has been faithful. That's one way. The second is how he's been faithful in my own existence. Yes. Both of those are really, really, really helpful. But what I'm hearing you say is through our experiences together, you took a risk and I was like, you're fine.
1: You remember all you were much more confident than I was. Of <laughs> course,
0: because I can see in you. That that's an ability that I have is God has given me the ability to see in others way, way more mm-hmm. potential where they could go. Yeah. And so I remember saying, dude, do this. And I'm also pretty, I don't want to say pushy, but I'm, Yeah. what would you say?
1: You might be a little pushy, yes.
0: <laughs> but, but it, 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 but I, but in a good way, but I, it's right. But I push you to, to
1: not ex, live in fear, not
0: live in fear, expand yourself mm-hmm. and try. And then God comes through and, in and, 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 utilizes the gifts and abilities that were already there to begin yes. with. Yes. And then you now have that as record that he did this for me. Not Mm -hmm. just in scriptural history, which is huge, but he did it for me. And then that's now a stair step upon which you stand. Mm -hmm. And the next one, he's he's faithful.
1: And it, it just goes back to remembering that we are God's workmanship created in him. Christ Jesus works. to do good works that he prepared beforehand. And it's like, oh, that's actually what he prepared for me to do. That's right. And it's actually walking out those verses and that. living out the good works that he did, he has prepared for us.
0: And it's okay to have another human being who cares and is your friend and is, you know, a friend mm-hmm. of our my family and all that, for us, me and Sarah, to fan the flame exactly. of you. That is part of. F- figuring out and working out those wonderful things that God Mm -hmm. has endowed in you.
1: Because you can't see it for yourself. That's what I'm saying. You can't. And so you it's, and it's good to have someone outside of your church, outside of your denomination, Outside of your state. Yes. I mean, you're halfway across the world. Mm -hmm. No, I'm just halfway across the nation. For sure. Um, But it helps having that objective person with a bird's eye view, looking down and seeing and going, this is what you can do. Mm-hmm. Walk in it. Yes. God's called you to do it. Do yes. it.
0: And so that's that's what we're talking about today. As we close this particular podcast out, I it's been an honor to do ministry coaching mm-hmm. with you. You were one of the faithful few, right? You were one of the very first ones. It was very, very, very special. It's literally, I'd done it for years before with my staff members, mm-hmm. right? And so, but but it's been special. Um, For the average regular podcast listener, I actually do ministry coaching for others, not just for Deanna. Um, I just released this. It's through the uh, Lead Volunteers, or excuse me, leadministry.com, leadministry.com, and it is now termed as the premium membership, and so you get all of the courses, but also um, you get me, Right. And we get to talk and we get to do life together. Mm -hmm. Now I I only take on a limited amount at this particular recording. I have three slots open and then it's going to be a wait list. Right. And jump
1: on it because it, I I'm grateful that you took the time.
0: Absolutely. And I'm grateful to see the fruit Mm -hmm. in your life. Um, The final thing because of this coaching This was a cool moment. You were like, Josh, do you think, do you think that I could coach somebody? Mm -hmm. And I mean, I about jumped out of the phone. I was like, are you kidding me? Of course. And what's so cool is that you went through the INCM, the International Network of Children's Ministry coaching program, which then equips you to be a coach. That's not something, that's a natural outgrowth of what I do, but the the plan that I have Mm -hmm. with coaching is not to teach you to be a coach. Right. That's what INCM does. Mm-hmm. Right. And so a natural outgrowth of your blossoming building and growing and learning all these leadership things. Right. Is you want to give back and do this to someone else. Yes. Interestingly enough, you through that coaching process, when you through the INCM coaching or whoever you end up coaching, whether it's a staff person right across the hall. Right. Right. And you will be the greatest Benefactor, mm-hmm. you will grow exponentially mm-hmm. in comparison to who that person is. Now, that's something that I don't know if you, I, the look in your eyes, like that's a new concept that we haven't talked about that mm-hmm. as much. But when you start to coach somebody, it's going to, your world is going to go explosively upward. Yeah. Very that,
1: exciting. Wow. Yeah. We'll look forward to it.
0: Absolutely. Well, gang, this has been the Lead Volunteers podcast. So thankful, so thankful for Deanna Peacock for an opportunity to do ministry at her church that however to do life and Sarah my wife and I we consider DNA to be our friend and we're very 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 grateful well listen gang definitely go to uh, leadministry.com check out the new membership there's a standard membership there's a premium membership we're super 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 grateful we'll catch you guys on the next one